Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. The sermon text is the epistle reading from Galatians 4. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus. Three, two, one. Happy New Year. Confetti flies, glasses clinking. Old Lang Syne belted out. 2024 will soon be here, only several hours away. Have you thought about the last year, 2023? The last day of the year is an opportunity for many of us to think about what transpired in 2023. But for most of us, time was so empty. So, so empty. How about our plans? Did our plans pan out? The trip to see the mouse? The purchase of a house? How about dreams? Did our dreams come to fruition? Did our dreams become reality? The ring on the finger? The uh, white Christmas this winter? Now I know it's white outside right now, but you can't really trust that stuff. <laughs> It'll be melted in no time at all. It's that kind of winter for Michigan. How about our goals? Our goals. Did we achieve them? Hmm. More uh, exercise and uh, weight loss? The promotion from the boss? Dear friends, plans uh, petered out. Dreams dissolved. Goals gutted. As we reflect on 2023, as we look back on 2023, many of us are thinking it wasn't really what it should have, would have, would have, should have, could have been. Time came and went, and we're not satisfied. Time is not filled. So, so empty. Opportunities missed, mangled, misunderstood. Dropping the ball as a parent, a pastor, a parishioner, a neighbor, a friend, a child, an employee, an employer, and doing that with uh, too much ease, success and accolades, just, you know, a tease, and of course, one bad thing happening after another, bringing us to our knees. There is so much in 2024 that we don't want repeated, things that happened in 2023. And so uh, this is a time where we start filling the time, filling 2024 already with so much activity. But we're just going to be left with more and more of the empty. And you know how people are filling 2024 already. You know, something called a New Year's resolution. You know what those are, don't you? I do. This year, I'm going to start gardening. This year, I'm going to actually, you know, get to the gym. This year, I'm uh, going to be a better 
auntie, or uncle. This year, I'm going to be more of a, a family man, a family woman. This year, I'm going to get organized. This year, I'm going to be an advocate for better refing at Lions games. <laughs> I'm just staying here awake. Yeah, that was, yeah, I'm not bitter at all. I'm not, I'm, I'm really not. I'm not bitter at all. I'm not bitter at all. I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> this year, I'm actually going to do my New Year's resolutions. We just think that if we fill time with more organizing, more exercising, more traveling, more hobbies, more you fill in the blank, that time will be filling and fulfilling. But we know the problem. The problem is the more that we do, it's never gonna be, it's never gonna be, it's never gonna be enough. It's never ever going to be enough. We'll get to the end of 2024 and look back and we will be disappointed. So disappointed. We did not, you know, exercise the way we thought we would have. We did not get organized like we could have. We were not the you know, auntie and uncle like we should have. We let ourselves down, we let the people around us down, and we are so empty. Our hearts not satisfied one bit. How true that is today as we think about 2023. Time was not used in the ways that we could have, should have, would have. No matter what we do with time now, no matter how we try to fill time, it just seems like, you know, a bucket that's uh, full of holes. And we look back on 2023, and we see this, 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 this trail of, of water behind us. Or maybe those are tears. Maybe even our sweat. Dear friends, thanks be to God that time isn't filled by what we do, but rather by what Jesus has already done for us. And bonus, bonus, we get filled with the Holy Spirit as an adopted daughter or an adopted son. Now there is a single verse here in the Bible that changes how we view time forever. Here, here we go, here we go. Okay. Galatians 4, 4, 4 and 5. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. The fullness of time. Now, now, the picture here is not a drop in a bucket, but rather a bucket that is like overflowing. So full. Spilling out all over the place. See, everything that God has planned and prepared and performed is available in abundance right here, right now. In the now, worldwide welcome, now. Free and full forgiveness, now. An eye, a divine eye of approval, now. A beautiful belonging, now. A connection with Christ and the church, now. A knowing and being known, 
now. A lasting life in love now. We have all that right now before we can even lift a finger. All gift, gratis, grace. But if we think that we got to work for that stuff, we are living under, or better said, dying under the law. And the deal we'll get then is quite raw. That's what Pastor Paul says. Woo! Galatians. You are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. That's Galatians 5.4. You are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. So put it another way. You are cut off from Christ. You who would think you are trying to be enough, be worthy enough, be beautiful enough, be good enough by the law, by the demands you place on yourself, by the approval of others, by the doing and not doing, by your church attendance, your devotion, your offering. You have severed yourself from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. Dear friends, what I just described for you is a slave. All performance-based. And Pastor Paul makes the slave a topic of conversation here in Galatians chapter 4, right from the get-go, right from the start. And he defines a slave this way, okay, uh, you're going to say, a thank you, Pastor Obvious, okay? A slave is enslaved to a master, a taskmaster. Do this, don't do this. Do that, don't do that. And no matter what the slave does, it's never enough. Always more work to do. No time to go see Mickey Mouse. No rest, no vacation. A slave remains a slave 24-7, and no matter how much energy the slave exerts, no matter how much the, the, the slave does, the slave can't satisfy himself, save himself, set himself free. But a slave can be <gasps> R-E-D-E-E-M-E-D, -E -E redeemed. A slave can be redeemed, rescued, released from the taskmaster. And you know this, I know this. It happened in the ancient world. Sometimes a slave would catch the eye of a wealthy free person, and for whatever reason, affection, justice, mercy, love, the free person would free the slave. And he would do so by going to the local temple or shrine, and find out from the priest there the sum of money required, and then he would fork over the redemption price, and with cash in hand, the priest would announce, proclaim, something like this. The god Apollo has purchased slave so-and-so from 
owner's so-and-so, and now this man is free. And with uh, the cash in hand, the priest would go to the owner, the current one, and fork over the redemption price to him. And now the slave was free! Free at last! No longer this person under the back-breaking burden of slave labor. No longer this person under that scrutinizing eye of the owner. No longer this person under the expectations and demands that could never be fulfilled ever. Let go, free, free at last. No longer could this man ever have a price on his head. Free! He was valuable not to do something now, but to be someone. No longer was his life performance-based. Now it was proclamation-based. The priest, his proclamation, set him free. And no one could change what the priest said. Now his worth, worthiness and his dignity was found not in what he did, but who he was. Who he was. A free man. Free at last, free forever. Now what I just described right here and right now is what has happened to each and every one of us. Each of us has been singled out for redemption. A price has been paid for you and for me to set us free, free indeed. And the price... A person. Jesus. God gave his son. Born of woman. Now there is Christmas in a nutshell. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Yes, Emmanuel has come. God with us. God for us. God on our side. Christ born for me. Born for you to do what we could never do. And hence, born under the law. Why? Well, to perform and to be punished. To perform perfectly the law and to be punished hellaciously by the law. Perfect infant, perfect teenager. I know that's hard to believe, a perfect teenager, but there we go. Perfect teenager, perfect adult. And he takes his perfect, you know, doing of the law, crossing his T's, dotting his I's, all the way to Calvary, to the Friday we call good, and there he is punished hellaciously for you and for me, for everybody. Cursed, crushed, condemned, killed. Now the law's lips are sewn shut. The law cannot accuse and abuse you and me any longer. The law has no dirt on us. The law has nothing to say about us. Because the law has nothing on us. All is forgiven, paid in full by the blood of Jesus, that crimson currency. We are no longer slaves under this taskmaster, the law. We are free, free sons and daughters of God. That's what Paul says in Galatians 4. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir. 
through God. Our hearts are no longer empty, and time is not empty either. Our hearts are filled with the Holy Spirit. Our baptism says so. And along with the Holy Spirit come so many gifts. Everything that God has planned and prepared and performed, he makes available to us in the present, here and now. It's all in the now. So let's not dwell too much on the past or, or the future. It can be pretty idolatrous to go all nostalgic or all fantasy, okay? Let's just you know, hunker down in the present, in the here and now. Because everything that we need is actually in the now, given to us by our Father who loves us. Heaven now. Salvation now. Eternal life now. Beloved now. Belonging now. Connection with Christ and his church now. Peace with God and man now. Divine acceptance now. Divine approval now. Knowing and being known now. Bursting with divine life now. God actually fills us with himself. And he also fills up time. <coughs> Blessed are we who don't have to fill the time anymore. It's already full. As we take that step into 2024, let's remember that time is already filled by Jesus' fullness, which means that whatever we do or don't do will result in fruitfulness. Dear friends, it's not just we who are redeemed by Jesus. Also time. Time is redeemed by him. Everything we do or don't do in time is redeemed by Jesus, rescued from the trash heap of history, and repurposed for our eternal good. That's Romans 8.28. That, that is good stuff. We should be drinking down Romans 8.28 day after day after day after day, never getting bored with it. He works all things for our good. Whatever occurred in 2023, not a waste to Jesus. Not a waste at all to him. Not by a long shot. Whatever brought us tears and fears, whatever made us shout and pout, whatever made us feel like, you know, we were less than, or made us feel like we were looked down upon, whatever got us thinking that we were hopeless and hapless and helpless, all of that, dear friends, emptied us. And that's by divine design emptied us of all those false notions that, you know, we can get our ducks in a row. That we are strong and wise in ourselves. That we can, you know, pull ourselves up our own bootstraps to our American. Emptied us of all of those false notions that we got this with the person I see in the mirror. He emptied us because God's M.O., his modus operandi, is to fill those who are empty, to fill you and me. And that's what he's doing, dear friends, filling us with more and more and more and more of himself. So I have the New Year's resolution for us, okay, here at GLC. 
As we leave 2023, let our New Year's resolution be to live joyfully into our adoption daily, which is not empty at all, but so full of God's presence and promise and produce. Lots of produce. Not the stuff you get in my okay? We'll make that clear in a moment. Let us go into 2024 with his presence. God is not distant from us. He's not this distant deity living it up in some galaxy far, far away. He is here and near. He's right here. We miss this teaching in Paul so often that, that God has made our flesh his home. So God's address, Aaron, Ryan's address, God, Jesus, Larry, God's address, Larry, God's address, Caleb, God's address, Rose, God's address, you fill in your name, that's, that's his address. I am looking at precious real estate for our God. Yeah, you're not going to find this on Zillow. I get that, okay? But I'm looking at precious real estate for our God. Let's go into 2024 with that promise that God is with us always. Yeah, promise. Let's go into 2024 with the promise that, that God is our dear Father and that we are his dear children. And that means his ear is always turned toward us. It's always open to us. So climb into your father's lap. And, you know, just, just pour your guts out. Day after day, talk to him like he's actually right next to you, like a friend is. Because he is right next to you. And he will answer your prayers in his way, in his time, in the best way, in the best time. And then let's go into 2024 knowing that, well, our God will bring forth fruit in everything Every day. Everything, every day. So when the plans don't pan out, when the dreams are dissolved into nothingness, when goals get gutted, remember that time is filled and fulfilled by God. Not empty. It's not empty at all. There will be a bumper crop in 2024, in everything, every day. No, I, I, I get it. We're not always going to see the fruitfulness, but we can count on it because nothing is a waste to Jesus. Nothing is spoiled. Nothing is rotten. He not only redeems us, he redeems time. I can't stress that enough. He redeems every second of every single day, all the way to the last day when things will finally make sense fully and totally until then we walk by faith and not by sight dear friends let the confetti fly tonight and the glasses clink 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 and let's go into 2024 as the adopted sons and daughters that we are that is where you will find your worth and your value and your dignity not in your performance we're not performance based we're proclamation based you will find your dignity and worth 
and value in who Jesus says you are. You are God's beloved son, his beloved daughter. That's who you are. And nothing and no one in all creation can change his mind about you. Now, I would say that's some pretty good news, like the good news at the end of 2023. I think we're ready now, folks. Three, two, one. Happy New Year. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.